Hello, Battle Buddies. Um, we're back. Uh, it's been a, a minute. Uh, I got sick, and then I got sicker, and then, um, then I uh, was blessed enough to get treated, and uh, still in recovery, and may need some additional treatment. What I can tell is I'm very grateful that, um, although I'm able to be seen at VA, that I also have TRICARE. By the way, uh, TRICARE is now called Humana for Military, and the copay went up from $12 to $30. I know that because the day that I finally made it to civilian care, I had to pay $30 for a specialist, and then while in the hospital on my bed, someone came with a rolling card and had uh, requested, again, the copay, and they all they had a swipe machine ready for me to give the receipt. So um, I'm thankful that there was enough money, and I had my purse with me to do that. Um, so some of you may be experiencing a bit of frustration getting through to the new Humana for military because value options used to be the contractor that did this, but that has changed. So the number that worked for me is 1-800-881-9227. Again, I say 1-800-881-9227. Now, um, you may get someone who's very knowledgeable. You may get someone who just started uh, with with the new system and are not that familiar, in which case... Hopefully, they will tell you that and ask their supervisor or get their supervisor on the line, but it's not guaranteed. So pace yourself with your frustration at this new system, and hopefully they will get better. I know that, you know, as military, we, we strive to make sense out of missions that we have and be strategic and everything else. But just know that the organizations that are tasked with supporting us are not necessarily operating in the same manner. For example, I went to the VAER when... Originally, my symptoms began and they deferred to help because I had an appointment with uh, a nearest military hospital. And then I went to the VA pain management center and, and again, uh, beyond my chronic pain, explained to them the ongoing pain, the excessive pain. And really, the the doctor there just, uh, even though I'd had MRIs prior and the results and doctors notes and everything else, said there's nothing he could do to help me, and uh, on the way out said he hopes I feel better. Um, I can tell you I didn't take that very well, so um, there you go. Some of you may have already experienced that. Not all doctors would be the same, as the same, you know, as they say, um, doctors are doctors, but not all doctors are the same. Now, if you have a child with special needs, one of the numbers that you can call um, is the same number, 1-800-881-9227, but you, it's important that you make sure you ask for a behavioral health department. They've separated the the, the, the way they do things um, previous years with value options. You you have the behavioral health, you know, especially dedicated for um, our dependents, our children with special needs, for example, autistic, uh, who are autistic. And then there's a separate department you need to call for other um, services like speech therapy, et cetera, et cetera. The logic behind that, don't know, but this is the way they're doing it. So try to work with them. Um, an extension that you can try, which is also the extension for uh, our clinical, that's what they call them now, clinical advisor, is extension 3189176. Now, this extension is, I can, I, as I say, is for the clinical advisor we have. But by calling, uh, he may be able to, to connect you with whomever has been assigned to you. Okay, um, and that's 
something that's very important, especially as you go through this section. Also know that a lot of the services that were offered at military clinics or hospitals are being taken away. For example, even the behavioral health services uh, for our dependents and even veterans are being relocated. For veterans, relocated to VA. For dependents, they're trying to send them outside to private providers, which to me makes no sense because that costs even more money. So I'm not really sure how that's cost effective. Now, I had to speak with the head departments to relay my frustration and my lack of understanding um, as to why this change would be made, especially when we have such a good provider. But I'm telling you that to be prepared in case you haven't heard or you're getting this information and you're trying to process it because huh, it can be a lot to bear. Okay. Um, I know I have another broadcast coming up because uh, it's almost five minutes. So bear with me because there's more information that I would like to uh, relay. Okay, so um, in my first broadcast, um, I wanted to relay my condolences and send out energy of peace and healing to a couple of my battle buddies um, that, are, that have lost loved ones. Uh, one family uh, lost their father and another battle buddy lost uh, a mentor and lifelong friend. And, um, you know, there are no words really um, that can... Uh, quantify uh, those losses. Uh, so I'm sending healing energy to them and to every battle buddy and everyone that have lost a loved one because um, processing that takes whatever time it takes and uh, maybe never sometimes. You know, all we can do is push through. What I can also say is um, when I lost a soldier who had actually um, we tried to empower our soldiers and give them ownership. Uh, although the leaders usually give, give the safety, safety briefs, we chose him to give the safety brief. And next thing I know, a couple of days later, I'm identifying his body and we are gathering his belongings to send to his family, his parents who happened to be veterans themselves, and then attending his funeral and seeing an open casket and of his body lying there. And to this day, that uh, that stays with me, right? So um, it helped me to sometimes be a little bit overprotective of my soldiers. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it stays with me. So I understand a little bit of uh, what they may be going through. Um, I've lost relatives, um, some I wasn't really close with, um, but the loss of you know soldiers, yeah. That one stays with me. So I say that to say uh, the fact that I forgot to mention that in the first broadcast, uh, please charge it to my head and not my heart. Um, yes. So um, as we switch gears, we're talking about Humana for Military, from still in some ways known as TRICARE. Um, there's a card that you have to renew every year. Uh, I forgot the name of it. Uh, forgive me again, because although it was in my head to share with you, you know, like everything else, sometimes we, uh, well, I'll tell you, like me, I, I sometimes forget. I'm in my second childhood in my 40s, at least that's how I feel. So uh, for those of you who, ha who have TRICARE along with VA, uh, the card, and they will require you to do it, is called, um, and you have to do it for all your dependents, not just for you, is called uh, the 25, 2569 very 
verification card. Now I'm in South Carolina and there it's called a Moncrief Army Hospital 2569 verification card. You have to fill the form out for all of your dependents. Okay, so please know that if you do have TRICARE. And oh, by the way, um, TRICARE payments are due every year. So um, on your on your anniversary, uh, the first time, uh, you know, after you retired, um, if you are planning on having TRICARE, which I would highly advise because VA uh, personnel are overworked, overwhelmed, um, and I think in some ways underpaid. And are trying to do their best. Some I'm not really sure about because some treat are desensitized, and and whether knowing it or not, treat our um, our fellow veterans as though we are pieces on an assembly line. Uh, but some are are really helpful and understand whether they've served or not. They show some love. Also understand that Veterans Choice, uh, which is the program that that. Um, where veterans are sent outside and to see private uh, uh, providers, uh, there's not a lot of money there, right? So for all the talk that you hear on the news about money being allocated to the military and how important the military is, that money is not being used for us soldiers or veterans. It's being used for contractors um, who are making weapons, who are doing covert operations, uh, pretty much uh, somewhere along, uh, along that gambit. Um, which is sad because we 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 will learn to make Uncle Sam the priority in our lives, and then everybody else, you know, um, at the cost of our families sometimes, oftentimes, right? And a lot of our fellow military personnel have been married more than once, you know, um, have a slight hit hiccup with relationships, um, and definitely PTSD. So um, just understand that you're not alone with this, and we. All right, continuing with uh, some of the information um, that, uh, as I'm learning, I hope to share with you. Um, the VA, I guess each year, provides a Veterans Choice card, which they call Temporary Program. So please be on the lookout for that. It has your name, your member ID, and the date of insurance, the date of issuance. Um, for more information, call 8, 1-866-606-8198. I say again, one 866-606-8198. Yeah, sometimes the military stays, right? The niner part. Okay, so um, I guess every other issue it, I haven't gotten my latest one. Um, I may be calling the number myself, so just be on the lookout for that. And uh, what they do say is a disclaimer. And there's always a disclaimer, this card does not provide pre-approval. Veterans may be liable for the cost of care that is not pre-approved. So make sure that um, when you're being sent to an outside provider that uh, that it's already pre-approved through your primary care provider or their supervisor or, you know, somebody, whoever's in charge. Let's put it that way before you go, because... Um, that's the case. In my case, there's only one acupuncturist in town and a very good one. So uh, when they pre-approved my uh, additional treatments, which took over a year because uh, there's a rigmarole that you have to go through, uh, bureaucratic rigmarole, um, before they even see you. And my experience with my pain management doc, as I mentioned to you, wasn't very um, helpful, you know. But that's the way of life, right? Um, so that's why I stress if you have the ability um, as a retiree to pay for TRICARE, pay for it. 
Okay. I think the cost is for families, it's like 570 something, um, which listen, considering what some other insurance, uh, the cost of some other insurance, I just, I'm, I'm so thankful for it because even with that $30 copay, it makes a very big difference in my budget. Right. Um, cause we know that our budget gets cut while our pay, our, um, you know, uh, regular pay gets cut by half as retirees. And if you didn't, if you retired, uh, before, uh, your retirement time, you don't even get that. You may get like a lump sum, which if you're getting a lump sum, make sure you invest some of that lump sum. Don't just use all of it uh, because it can go very quickly. Um, for those of us who retired with 20 years or more, we also get uh, VA uh, compensation. But please understand, um, it depends on your percentage, right? And ultimately, even if you have 100% percentage, your 100% needs to be permanent and total. VA has 10 years to examine you. The ones that are not permitted in total, I think five years, Uncle Sam, within five years or so. Um, but it can be longer for VA to decide to re-examine you. So please make sure you keep up with your appointments. I know it can be frustrating, but if you have groups to go to, doctors to go to, um, keep up with your appointments. In my case, because of this latest um, illness um, that has come about, um, I'm thankful because doctors say usually folks that come in are in complete paralysis. I experienced a little bit of it, um, but I, I the other symptoms were more um, evasive. Well, not evasive, were more intense, right? Um, and after an MRI of my head and my full spine, you know, and uh, uh, lumbar puncture, it was confirmed what I had. Um, if you're experiencing any of those symptoms, I can tell you, you may be experiencing um, Guillain-Barre syndrome. Some say Guillain-Barre syndrome, but it's Guillain-Barre syndrome in French. Uh, since I have a French last name, I, you know, and I speak French, kind of know that. You may be experiencing different parts of it. So if you're experiencing that electric current that won't go away, excessive burning, either in your feet, numbness um, in certain parts or tingling, you may be that not even, it may not be that, but just at that point, make sure your doctors do a full MRI of your spine and a full MRI of your brain because things can get traveled. Basically the signals to your brain, um, get interrupted. Basically, um, if you're feeling a little bit off balance, not necessarily vertigo, um, again, that may be, you know, a symptom, an indication. Um, if you're losing, uh, your ability for bowel movements, uh, listen, it may sound nasty, but that's just the way it is. Again, that may be a symptom of it. So please seek a doctor, seek help. If you have to go to a civilian ER to have all these tests done, go to them because doctors may not understand and you may have to go to some. Okay, so the previous recording didn't go through. Again, I don't know why uh, that happened in the other uh, station that, that I have, which is called Own Our Truth. Uh, you're welcome to check it out. Uh, again, it's called Own Our Truth. It, it deals more with cultural, um, political um, issues. Um, so be mindful of that, okay? It may not be your cup of tea, but it, it may as well, it could also be. Um so as I was explaining with my experience, um, the doctors uh, relayed that uh, it was caught pretty early uh, at the ER, the civilian ER that I ended up at, um, because a lot of times when they see patients, they're already in paralysis. Now, I experienced a little bit of paralysis, but not to the extent that they were referring to for some of their patients. So I'm very grateful and thankful. For those of you who are just retiring and are able to receive TRICARE 
um, I would advise you to really pay for that on your anniversary, whenever it's whenever it's a year, every year. I think for a whole family, it's about five seventy something. I just paid that recently, um, and then it's a little ch- different if it's single. But it's worth it in weight, in um, I'd say in gold, because you never know when you may need it, especially if you're having a, a challenging experience with VA. Now, the copay of $30, listen, it is what it is. I Between the two doctors I had to see, between the first doctor I had to see, I had to pay a copay of 30 which I thought was maybe because it's a specialized doctor. And then when I ended up in the ER in the hospital bed, there was, a, you know, someone else came with a rolling cart and a swipe machine and said, that'll be another $30. And I was so thankful that I had my purse and debit card available with enough money in the account to pay them the other 30 bucks. And, and then they gave me a receipt. Right. So be be aware of these things. Um, they may be frustrating. You may be wonder why they raised the um, cost. I have no idea yet other than it's happening. Also be mindful that some of the services that we normally have um, through military facilities are changing. Right. Um, for veterans, especially for behavioral health, they're they're sending us out to um, VA. Um, they no longer provide those services. Um, but it also uh, an, another resource available to you are the veteran centers in your local area. I there's uh, there's only one in my area, but I'm very thankful to have found a really good counselor there and a support group that is uh, again worth its weight in gold. Uh, so if you don't have that, search. So as I was explaining, uh, veteran centers, vet centers are really a good resource as well. Uh, it may take some time for you to get assigned to VA. It goes, um, it goes in cycles. Uh, there's teams that are assigned to you, Red Blue teams. For those of us who are combat veterans, uh, there's the Freedom Center, uh, and there are case managers there. Please utilize them as a resource. Hopefully, you get one that that cares. Um, I have one that that goes above and beyond to help me. If you get frustrated with a physician or what have you, rather than, you know. Uh, <laughs> melting down with them, go to the Freedom Center, speak with your case manager and uh, help them advocate for you, right? Because mine has advocated for me even when she's gotten cussed out um, until I could actually even get to pain management, which, you know, was <laughs> was not a very helpful situation. Hey, listen, this is cutting out a little bit quicker than my other station, whereas you normally, um, we have five minute sessions. So I'm trying to follow up into whatever it is, the last uh, topic I can tell you. What I can also tell you for dependents within that may get seen at military facilities as of right now, behavior health is also trying to refer them outside to doctors, which makes no sense to me because doctors are, you know, probably more expensive outside when you have um, doctors that can assist, you know, in the inside and have available appointments. I even asked to speak with the chiefs because the, the decision makers about this, because A, did they do a recount of really doctors available, like for my son who's autistic, which wasn't done. You're just now just sending people to people, strangers that may not necessarily deal with autistic uh, children in the younger age or teenagers or adults and makes no sense to me. Also just know that applied behavioral, um, I forgot what the other A stands for assistance, um, is available for your dependent children or adults um, that are still your dependents, okay? Um, And those come through, you have to get referred as well. Um, Online value options, which was the previous, I guess, contractor for for TRICARE slash Humana for Military, um, now, They've changed it. It's been changed where you you have behavioral health who uh, only deals with like autistic uh, needs for autistic 
uh, children, and then you have a separate number that deals with speech therapy and or any other therapies that your child or your dependent may need. So please understand that. Uh, work through the frustration of it all until you can get what your child uh, or dependent needs. Okay. So that's that's something I am I'm, I'm I really wanted to relate to you. I don't know if this is going to cut off again. So if it does, uh, I'll continue from where we at. What I can tell you is if you're feeling the symptoms that I experience with Guillain-Barre syndrome uh, or Guillain-Barre syndrome, as sometimes it's referred to, um, please uh, relate that to the physician you're dealing with. Right. And if they somehow think you're full of shit or desensitized or overworked, uh, overwhelmed and underpaid, actually, they should be getting some of the services some of us get for PTSD so that they can, you know, refresh themselves um, and understand that sometimes they're being desensitized to us because not every veteran is the same. We're not a piece of machinery. Or, um, and so in order for them to recognize that they may need um their own sensitivity training in order to be more effective or realize they need a timeout. I'm not sure why that's not being done, but that's something eventually when I have the energy, I hope to advocate for. So if you're feeling dizzy, off balance, not necessarily vertigo, or you're feeling like electric currents are, are increasing in your body, like they need a grounding force, um, that may be a sign. If um, you have a fever, everything else, it may be a virus infection that will trigger Guillain-Barre syndrome. So you need to know that. Okay, um, MRIs need to be done uh, of your head and of your full spine because that's how the um, doctors were able to notice that the infection. They could see the electric current floating through me, but also um, after lumbar puncture determined that I do have this. Now, there's different levels of Guillain-Barre syndrome. Some of the symptoms are temporary. You get a myelin infusion, which I received for a few days. Um, and then you do a follow-up with neurology, which, you know, again, you may need more infusion or you may need to recirculate your blood, which is called, I think, plasma phytosis. So um, if you're experiencing a lot of pain, and it's not making sense, even though you have chronic pain, please see if your physician. And if they don't understand, then request somebody else, you know, as politely as you can. See your nurse case manager. If you're a combat vet, there's a nurse case manager there to advocate for you. Mine has gotten cussed out maybe over time to help me, but she still helped me so that I could even get to pain management. So please utilize. Okay. Um, as I was mentioning, um, if you are a combat vet, the Freedom Center, I think that's what it's called now, um, have case managers. Again, case managers are case managers, but not all case managers are the same. So if you feel that your case manager doesn't get you, um, ask to speak with someone else, you know, as respectfully as you can, um, because that's your right. You know, um, I've learning, I've learned through this process that I have to advocate for myself and I have to be able to, to, um, say when something isn't working, you know, um, respectfully. You don't need to have a meltdown because VA's got some police there and, uh, you know, they're no respect of persons. They, they will come and remove you as quickly as possible if they feel that, you know, you're getting out of hand. Um, I can say I'm blessed with a wonderful case manager who's even gotten cussed out uh, to help me get services that I need to include getting to pain management, even though, you know, they were not exactly uh, what I consider helpful at least not that particular doctor, right? Um, if you're not a combat vet, I think they assign you to different teams like red and blue. There's also a women's clinic that's dedicated to like pap smears, et cetera, et cetera. And that's uh, obviously for, for women. Um, gentlemen, I think you have your own lane as well. So don't feel like it's just 
women only. Um, they do have support groups that meet every Wednesday uh, for uh, female veterans. And I think, I don't know the date for the men's group. Um, you can check with the volunteer center and they can give you that information. The volunteer center is near the Freedom Center and also building 106, which deals with, um, you know, psychological needs, whether it be PTSD, et cetera, et cetera. Um, also they have, uh, you know, the volunteer center, you can become a volunteer or you can help with, re, uh, items that, uh, veterans need because they do have in inpatient veterans that are lacking resources, be it, uh, you know, hygiene items or just somebody to talk to, um, because that they don't, they don't have, uh, immediate family or relatives or anyone to talk to. And, um, that could be any of us, but for the grace of divine spirit. Okay. So, um, those are some other things you need to do. Uh, they do have patient advocates. I dealt with one. Unfortunately, she, I think uh, she couldn't reach any of the, 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 the departments that I needed. Okay. So my nurse case manager at the, uh, what used to be OEF, OIF center, but now it's Freedom Center was, uh, you know, much more helpful. And I appreciate that. So know that you're not alone. And if you need the other assistance, even to advocate for you, the vet centers do that. Now, in our area, in Columbia, South Carolina, there's only one vet center, but in your area, there'd be multiple ones. And find the one that best works for you, okay? The one that best suits your needs. Um, that, and then, you know, uh, work with them. They may also be a resource for help to contact your nurse case manager because they do work with VA. Um, they do maintain your privacy, both for active duty veterans that have been combat, that both for active duty personnel who have been in combat and veterans, combat veterans. And not only do you get a one-on-one -on -one counseling, but you also, they also have support groups uh, for veterans. And that's worth its weight in gold because I've met some battle buddies that have, you know, that we form friendships with um, that have even come to visit me in the hospital. And I was so grateful for that. And that to, you know, uh, make sure my family were, were was uh, taken care of. Okay, so you are not alone in this process. Like I said, if you're feeling the symptoms of Guillain-Barre syndrome, um, don't don't find find help, right? That's the main thing. All right, don't discard it. Don't don't tell yourself it's mind over matter, um, like we normally do on active duty, um, because between carrying a whole bunch of ammo, like 120 rounds of ammo, um, for me in, in Bosnia, to carrying a full body person up a hill to, you know, the IBE, et cetera, et cetera, our bodies get a lot of wear and tear, okay? Um, and our me mentality get a lot of wear and tear. So if you're feeling disconnected from your family, um, know that you're not alone. Um, there are, um, you know, resources out there to help you. Again, I'm not a president of those kind of clubs, but I am a member because um, I realize I'm not alone. I realize that I'm, I'm not the only one going through these, um, these moments. Just like I swear today was Saturday, but uh, my mom had to reaffirm to me that today's Thursday. I was looking for my son and she was like, it's a school day. Um, sometimes I have lapses in memory. I'll enter someplace and I forgot what I was going there for. I'll have an idea and I can't remember what the idea is and can be very frustrating considering that at one time I could quote a, a regulation verbatim, right? Uh, these things happen. Um, uh, some of the, the abilities we have have a shelf life and that's okay. We are just, we just need to process our new normal and help verbalize that okay so that now that was the VA and TRICARE um, stuff is I look at my notes which I wrote somewhere but don't remember where I wrote it uh, I often seem to 
to have that experience. I put something someplace, but I can't remember why I put it, the logic of why I put it there, or I'm going somewhere, but I don't remember where I was going. Hey, um, if you're feeling like that, again, welcome to the club. You're not alone. And again, I'm not the president of it, but I definitely know I'm a member. Um, So be mindful of things like that. If you are on active duty and you're feeling some kind of pain, right? And I know, I understand that you may feel that you've got to push through because you got to set an example for your soldiers. Or if you're soldier not yet in a leadership position, you don't want to be considered a slug or uh, malingering. I think that's the word I was looking for. At least go to the doctor if you don't want to have a profile and at least have them address whatever situation you have and request from them what you can do um, without having a profile. I know a lot of folks are scared of that because you don't want your secret clearance to be taken away. You, you want to be in tip top shape. Reason why that's important is because as you get ready to exit the military, whether it's through a medical discharge or retirement and medical discharge would hap- can also happen. Um, you, those, those, um, physical and mental conditions need to be annotated, right? Because if they're not annotated, understand that VA won't recognize them. And that impacts whatever your compensation is with VA, the percentage that VA will give you. They cannot, the doctors can't help you if you haven't helped yourself, right? If you're the spouse of somebody and you see them going through pain, encourage them to at least go see a doctor. If they need surgery, encourage them to get that surgery done. Will it take you out of, you know, operations and missions? Yes. Will you feel like maybe you're letting down your soldiers or your leadership is looking at you some kind of way and giving you the side eye, whether it be the saw major, the colonel, what have you? Yeah, that's, yeah, they may do that, but understand that they too will cross over to veteran life. Uh, this is what's guaranteed. It's gar- we're guaranteed an entry and we're guaranteed an exit, both in the military and in life in general. So really work on not being bashful and, and diminish the judgment of yourself. And it, for folks that may treat you some kind of different way, just remember they too will meet you on the other side, right? They will. That's not something that's a maybe. That's a something that's a definite. Um, and by then, they may really wonder or, or feel some kind of way uh, and they may run into you and be like, wow, I wish, you know, I had, I had done that, you know, cause most of us don't want to go to sick call cause sick call is kind of like saying, you know, like you're a scumbag, whatever. You're not being, you're not being a full soldier. You got to push through. Listen, I'm just here to tell you that's some nonsense. That's some BS because later on when you need that stuff to be annotated and, and, and justified, and you, you may end up with doctors that say, well, if it was so bad, why did you not go to a doctor? right? And VA will do the same thing. And the doctors that VA uh, utilize to examine you will say the very same thing. Why did you not, uh, you know, say something, right? Um, And therefore that diminished and your compensation from VA, you know, and and your retirement is for a lifetime. Listen, you're going to need that compensation because what I can tell you is your bills won't stop and you're only getting half of your base pay and some of it is getting taxed. Your bills don't stop. Your bills don't care if now you're not making as much money as you were making on active duty. And oh, by the way, you're not getting that kind of cost of living and the BA, you know, the BAH and the, you know, uh, the food allowance, none of that, right? So if you can live off of that budget, great. Most people, 
that it's a challenge. I can tell you for me, that was a challenge. It was a wake up call, especially if you have dependents and dependents need food. Uh, I mean, I haven't met one that's not, you know, especially when they're growing. So please don't be bashful. Even if you don't want the profile right away, at least as a doctor to help you figure out ways that you can deal with your condition that may not require a profile. But if you finally need a profile, if you're closer to retirement, listen, it's okay to have a profile so you don't do a PT test, right? Because if you're on the way out the door, who are you trying to impress? If you're on the way out the door, you're not going to get promoted anyway. If you're enlisted or an officer. I know for officers, it becomes like a stigma and people do give you the side eye. Let them give you the side eye because you're going to meet them on the other side. So please, please, please annotate whatever conditions you have. Allow a doctor to help you. All right, because that's you helping yourself for the rest of your life, not for just a moment. Um, some things. Are okay, so I got cut off again. Um, you know, I've already taken some of my meds and I'm going to need to take more of them. So uh, I want to get as much information out to you as I can that I remember right now. Um, as I was saying, some things are transitory. That's phases in your life. Think of your your life as a as a book and you're going through chapters and some things are permanent. Right. Your, your your veteran status, once you become a veteran, is permanent. What you know, a lot of folks I've run into that are now fighting um, with VA to validate that they have X and Y issue um, because for whatever reason, usually ego and pride, they didn't address it while they were on active duty. Right. And VA is no respect of persons. Listen, whatever rank you reach as an officer, whatever rank you reach as a uh, saw major, you know, the highest enlisted rank, VA is no respect of persons. I promise you that. And that whole concept or myth that has been said, well, wait until you're closer to your retirement to start annotating stuff. Well, guess what? That's a myth. And it's a misnomer and it, it's, it, it, it sabotages you right? It really, really does. And you need to know that you need to understand that you're doing yourself a disservice. I thought it too, but, uh, um, thank God that my issues progress so much that I had to see a doctor. There's certain things I had to have a surgery that it wasn't like an option. I could be like, well, I'll just deal with it without a surgery. Nope. It, it needed to happen. It did happen. So please, 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 please um, go to doctor. Now, sometimes I was like, well, I only need a profile because, you know, it's going to be looking some kind of way. But eventually, you know what? I, I had to have my profiles, right? Because I could no longer perform my PT test up to the standard that I put for myself, not even the standards that other people put for me. Um, and I realized that my body was like, no. My mind was like, yes, but my body was like, nope, no can do. You've reached your shelf life. Uh, you can want to do it, but we ain't complying. Right. Um, and it's important that you get these things annotated so that by the time you either close to medical medically being boarded or you're close to retiring and getting medically boarded or just retiring, these symptoms have already been annotated. Because if you're waiting for the last year, part of what you're doing is sabotaging yourself because VA will say, well, why did you suddenly have it for the last year? Obviously, it's not consistent. Obviously, it wasn't a problem because then we, you would have been seeing the doctor way before that. Right. And that sabotage will, you know, can impact you for life and create more agita because then you have to fight for that. Um, some of you may want to do social security disability, SSDI. Also, that will impact you because another doctor is going to, to evaluate you. 
devaluations go on and on people let me tell you that um and again there are no respecter of persons so in order to to provide for the rest of your life and to help your dependents because the bills will still come in your mortgage still have to be paid rent will still have to be paid car loans uh utilities and they are not respecter of persons they just want their their funds their money yeah feel bad so sad that you're having a financial issue but that's not our problem you know we just need our payment Okay. And if you need to reorganize your, your payment, the earlier you start that, the better while you're still on active duty. Maybe you need to refinance. Maybe you need to look at or an empty home that you have additional homes and do Airbnb or rent it out. Whatever you need to do, have a property manager available to do something with it because I'm learning that lesson the hard way. I shouldn't say the hard way, but I'm learning the lesson a little bit later than maybe I could have learned it. Also, diversify your sources of income, be it stocks, mutual fund, your TSP, cryptocurrency, which a lot of people are having all kind of agita. Learn about it because it's no different than stocks, right? Sometimes stocks fall, sometimes they don't. And you may have feel some kind of way, but listen, a lot of people thought Bernie Midoff was going to be like, you know, the answer to all of their financial issues and he's now in prison. So there's no guarantee in anything, but you need to have different sources of income to help you. And if you're having a disability, whatever that percentage is, um, you need to go to vocal rehab. Well, not whatever that percentage is. There's a percentage you have to reach for vocal rehab. Utilize it to go to school, to get your degrees. You may never use them, but you may need them for credentials. Um, again, don't be shy. Release your ego because at the end of the day, your ego does not pay your bills. Being shy does not pay your bills. You have to advocate for yourself so that by the time you transition from the military, because the military got what they wanted out of you, it's kind of layaway plan. They, 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 you, they laid away you and then later said, well, we can't pay you. We, we're not going, we're not going to be able to pay you. Right. Um, it, 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 it's just a process. This is, you know, a, a system and the system has bureaucracy and we have to learn the bureaucracy and work through the bureaucracy for better ourselves. Okay, Battle Buddies, this may be my last or next to last uh, session for today. Um, I think I found some of my notes uh, that I was looking for. So here it goes. Um, we talked about case managers at the Freedom Center. Uh, you may need at some point uh, an attorney for SSDI if you're applying for that because it's it's several papers. You apply online, then they send you more paperwork that you got to fill out. And then there's a doctor's appointment to, to evaluate you. And, and you usually get denied the first two times, which means the earlier you get in touch with a uh, an attorney, that is that specializes in that a lot with former JAG attorneys um, so that they can help you with that paperwork, the better it is, so that hopefully the fourth time and that you, you usually go to court, they can represent you and show um, the justification as to why you need SSDI. Um, also, let's see, um, there's something called P&T. Um, they give additional benefits uh to help you with whatever finances you're having. Also, there's usually a Disabled Veterans Association known as DAV at your regional VA center. They can also help you as a resource. They're not available every day and all day. They have certain hours, so you you know it's posted, so you can go to them as well for some help. There, um, there are nonprofits that are available both for active duty and veterans that will fly you in for retreats and you may have to pay for food or some part of it or or you may have to pay for none of it. I think I mentioned some of them on, on a previous broadcast, but I'll repeat them as soon as, uh, you know, I feel a little bit better, you all. Um, 
I'm very grateful that I'm even able to do these broadcasts. It's like a spread of energy, and then I'm going to crash. Um, there's also a company, uh, an organization called NRD.gov. That's November. Uh, wow, I'm saying November. Uh, wow, I, NRD. I can't remember what the, how to say the alpha, uh, alphabet for N, but Romeo Delta, right? November Romeo Delta. Um, so check them out. They are national resource discovery. They deal with, if you need help with transportation to get to someplace, uh, camps, retreats, any educational information. Now I didn't know this as well for veterans. You can get an AUR loan at 0% interest rate, depending on what it is or what purpose it is for you to, to need um, the additional funds. We most of us have contributed to AUR throughout our military career, so it's a way of giving back and to utilize. Okay, and if you have excess stuff that you got from um, throughout the military, I know I have to include uh, a whole bunch of storage that has arrived. Uh, if it's books that you don't need anymore, you can donate them to the VA. If it's clothing, uh, you can donate them. There's one organization called Sister Care where it deals with uh, abused. Um, folks, usually females that may have to leave their abusive situation with the clothes on their back and their kids. So if you have clothing that you can donate, your kids have grown out of, or if you have clothes for adults or professional outfits that you, you may not ever wear again, let's face it. I don't, I, 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 I may try to get to a five, five, size five and six, but, um, you know, I, I may not. And some of the, that out, those outfits won't fit. So um, disattach them and maybe you can donate them because folks need that hygiene items. Like every hotel I travel, I, I take the hygiene items whether I use them or not because I have other items, but they can help folks that are in need of them. Okay. So um, those are some of the items that I would say look for. Um, you can even, I think Google put, you know, military retreats, veteran retreats, and you should be able to come up with a, with a lot of them. Um, be mindful that the AW Army Wounded uh, Warrior um, Advocates, a lot of them are being cut. A lot of some are being relocated to other bases if they take that option, but a lot of them are being cut and they're of wealth of information. And unfortunately, again, the cuts are their cuts are being affected. So that's why I tell you when they talk about money being allocated for military, they're talking about military for weapons and contractors. I've yet to see where that money is helping veterans choice or veterans in general by hiring more specialized folks by like we have TBI doctor. It's only maybe two also looking to sleep. Sleep groups, not not the uh, what's the one that you can't sleep that they give you machinery for because they've even decreased that percentage. Look for there's um in in our uh, VA hospital they have a, a sleep group that um that works with us that helps us to get our sleep um more regulated and there's even an alpha stem machine that helps with our concentration. So look for a good doctor. We have an excellent doctor where we at. So those are some of the resources to look into to advocate for yourself and help you with your new normal post-military life. Okay, for real, for real, this is going to be my last, uh, you know, broadcast episode for today. Because um, I'm already feeling tired. I'm, I'm I'm learning to respect my body when it says, uh, you, you know, we need to switch gears and I need to lay down because my, you know, my migraine has announced itself. Uh, I seem to have a lot of different conditions that come to visit me nowadays. Um, and like some relatives, they overstay their welcome <laughs> because they just like it here. Um, or they love it here. Uh, that includes my migraines and my chronic pain. Um, it seems that a lot of, st a lot of conditions happen post-military life or they started in military life, but they didn't really, uh, 
you know, over like overstay their welcome onto post-military life. And as we reach our 40s, there's more things that apparently um, can impact us, right? Because if we get, if our system gets compromised, like a virus in, um, infection, like in my case, then it can trigger other other issues with your autoimmune system. So be mindful of that. Listen to your body, okay? Um, I know sometimes it's really hard because we push ourselves, we push ourselves for endurance, we push beyond our, our capabilities so that we can endure more. Got it. Uh, but listen to your body, okay? Um, so I, I don't remember exactly what I said with the active duty other than retreats. There's retreats for active duty and their families, there's retreats for veterans and their families, and there's retreats that are just solo um, to kind of help us regroup, um, we set ourselves. If you're in local Columbia, South Carolina, there's a retreat, uh, well, not a retreat, but there's a place called Red Barn, uh, the Red Barn, and it really focuses on military. I think um, a member of the military passed and their relatives started that. It's got uh, natural grown fruits and vegetables, a nice garden. Um, they have horses. It's a nice ranch and it's a peaceful place. Um, they do yoga, different things, okay? So it's a peaceful place where you can also vent uh, at your frustrations and you can even get some assistance as to how to go about dealing with your frustrations, okay? So those are some of the things. I have some other notes, but I don't remember them. Also, a good friend of mine introduced me to 32 Degrees. Uh, it's a company that makes clothes uh, both for the cold weather and um for the uh heating weather the hot weather right that uh, to me their clothing is even more effective than under armor and that's saying a lot um i've used it personally costco first look at costco for the sales that they have for them because uh, they usually do male female uh women children um if you don't if they're not available at costco and nothing comes up then go to their website and i'd advise you to find whatever's on sale even it may not be whether it's summertime but it's you know they're selling they're giving sales for winter time purchase them now because then you have that ability they i guess uh, um uh, adjust to your, the climate and give you the heat you need or help you to cool down also some natural remedies um invest in some essential oils right you can you can um have a humidifier and put those oils in your humidifier, like lavender uh, thieves oil, which my friend, a great friend and sister uh, of mine, um, though we may not be related in biology that I know of, but um, we're sisters by uh, divine connection. She introduced me to thieves oil. A lot of people are getting sick right now, flu season. Make sure that you you find other resources other than a whole bunch of meds, which, you know, I would advise cleanse your system from time to time because all those meds have a reaction. You know, if you listen to commercials, they talk about, well, you take this med to fix your, 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 your knee problem, but it may cause suicide and it may cause, you know, blood clots and it goes on and on. And you're thinking, well, dang, what the hell am I taking this, you know, taking all of this, then I get other problems, you know, kind of like uh major pain. I don't know if you remember that the finger was hurting and then he did something else. And so the finger stopped hurting because something else became more hurt. Hurtful. Well, that's that's kind of like that. Um, so please make sure you're doing that. On other episodes, I want to talk to um, to the tests that militaries um, provide, and some tests that you don't, you, you may not be aware that they don't provide, which uh, you may find that in very, uh, you know, uh, not so great condition. I learned that as well, so I really want to get that to you and share that experience. Um, uh, you know, even though. It, it may, I may feel a little bit discomfort in saying it, but if it saves you or helps you, I'm willing to do that because um, if I had this opportunity to be told myself, uh, it would have saved me. Um, it would have helped. 
I don't know, save me, but it would have helped. Well, and it may have saved me or make me aware, right? So that's important. So again, I wish you well in whatever condition you are. If you're downrange, stay safe. If you're in garrison, stay safe and know that you are not alone and we're thinking of you.